Welcome back to Sporting Goss on this very blue sky but crisp morning here in the West, of course. We're talking WAFL footy. Executive Manager of Waffle and Talent is Scotty Baker. And he joins us online to talk about the news from last week that the Optus Stadium will host the Optus Waffle Grand Final. That's big news, Scotty. Yeah, good morning, Goss. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, exciting news for the, the Waffle competition. Obviously, um, last year was... Uh, a different year in terms of or everything in football, really, and um, taking the grand final to a community venue. But um, back at Optus this year, and, and, and for us, you know, we want to play the, the biggest game of the year at the best ground in WA, and clearly that's Optus Stadium. It's a neutral venue, and it's a fantastic experience out there for uh, for, for players and, and, and fans as well. So I'm not really excited to get back to Optus Stadium this year. How did it win the bid? Because it was a bidding process. Can you explain to the listeners how that played out? Yeah, so there was um, there was three genuine bidders in um, obviously um, with South Randall and the City of Fremantle at Fremantle Oval, um, around Joondla, and and also uh, venues live with uh, with Optus Stadium. Um, there's obviously some serious financial considerations. You know, clearly Optus Stadium is more expensive to go to, um, but really for us, uh, once we could work, once we worked through the sort of the financial modelling, um, looked at the player and fan experience and the opportunities out at Optus Stadium, and sort of guarantees everyone can get a ticket and those types of things. There was. It was quite a long sort of process that we went through, but like I said before, we we you know, we're really keen to kind of continue to elevate the waffle competition. You know, we're going to continue with things like the state game and and playing the uh, the grand final at the best venue in the state. So that sort of won out in the end. And um, yeah, like I said, really excited to get back out there. Probably later, the year, later yeah, in the year. Yeah, probably not going to be any doubt that Optus would probably put in the biggest bid. But is it is a, is it a, when you talk about the bidding process, is that a financial thing for you, the Footy Commission, or or does it or does it cost you? quite a lot of money to put the event on or do you get an earn out of it? Yeah, it depends obviously on the crowd numbers that we get, um, but we're sort of in a, in, a, in a joint arrangement with uh, with Venues Live out there as well, where we sort of, we share the risk and share the upside, which is um, which is a great opportunity for us and, and for them. So, you know, like we, we, we hope if we can get over 20,000 or up near 25,000, then, um, you know, we're going to well and truly break even and anything above that, obviously, we'll make some money. So um, it's a bit of a risk, obviously, because, you know, depending on, you know who's playing and 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 the weather and all those types of things. Um, but we'll be doing a lot of work with off the stadium over the next few months to make sure you, you know we're going to create a real festival of football in the lead up to it, and there'll be all sorts of sort of activations and and fan 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 activations and live sites and family friendly activities in and around the ground uh, on Grand Final day and in the lead up. So we're really hopeful with a with a really strong push and strong promotion. We can get some good crowd numbers and um, yeah, like I said. Um, go better than break even, which will be a which will be a great outcome. Scott Baker, our guest, executive manager of Waffle and Football Operations, and we're talking about the fact is that the Waffle Grand Final of twenty twenty one will be staged at Optus Stadium. Of course, what games will be played on the day? We're going to go all three grades. Yeah, it'll be all three grades. Yeah, yeah, it'll be sort of the um, like we've done the last few years. It's obviously a lot of, as you know, a lot of interest in the Colts competition mm. these days, and um, Channel Seven now broadcast that. So. Um, we sort of have those games back to back. So it'll be the reserves into the Colts into the league with the three games on the day, which is um, yeah really exciting. And that's obviously another big consideration. You know, the, the longer you keep up the stadium uh, open, the, the more it costs. But um, but we're really we're really keen to continue that tradition with all three grades playing on the same day, which we've managed to be able to do for this year. Yeah, entry for kids under sixteen will be free, which is fantastic as yep. well. Yep. Um, Justin, <laughs> you talked about. Uh, the elements, and we talk about weather being one, but we talk about the teams in it. Um, now, as you know, Scotty, Subiaco is a club that's close to my heart, and Claremont yes. are up near the top of the ladder. 
But dare I say it, would there be those who don't want Subia and Claremont in the grand final because they don't have the huge supporter base of some of the other clubs in the competition? Or, Ben, I know you can't say anything, but that's where everyone sort of laughs and giggles because of the, the older fan base that follows those two uh, Western Suburbs clubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, well, that's the fact, isn't it? That, um, it, it? You know, if they're in, they're not massive drawing crowds, um, those particular clubs. And, you know, the, the way the season's panning out, that, that, those those two teams are going to be thereabouts come prelim final day and, and stuff like that. So, so it's going to be you know, those, those fans, but, but it's on us and, and venues live and off the stadium to really pump and promote, um, promote the competition so we can get all football fans there on the day. And it's not just um, it's not just those two particular clubs. You know, I, I grew up in SA when, regardless of whether my team was in, we went to the grand final every year. Exactly. So hopefully we can get a bit of that happening in terms of all footy fans and all Waffle fans and you know all the people in the community that love love their footy to get along top of the stadium and actually enjoy the the whole experience regardless of uh, whether your team's in the uh, in, in, or playing on the day. Yeah, very true. And um, well, if West Coast Eagles make its mad charge towards the end, you just never know, Scotty. All the Eagles members might rock up to see a bit of finals action at the Waffle level. Yeah, no, don't worry about Subiaco. West Coast knocked him over on the weekend. <laughs> I know. So, uh, Trust knows? me, I was yeah, there. I was torn. <laughs> you don't bite the hands of Fiji, but at the other side, I was I was internally cheering for Subiaco. But well done to West Coast for that. Uh, just, also, Absolutely. yeah, what happens in the? Can you just give us the finals format leading into the grand final? So where the games is it the top placed teams who host the finals? How does that work? Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, so it'll be a four week final series, top five. Um, uh, formats. So obviously, you have the elimination final with four v five with four um, hosting, um, and then two v three with two hosting, and then um, you know the top team has a week off, and then it sort of flows from there with the highest um, finishing team after the home and away season um, hosting those finals all the way through, and then uh, and then into the grand final at the Stadium. So it'll sort of go back to that original top five format that everyone's probably uh, familiar with. Um, in the waffle, we obviously went to the top four format last year. Um, but we'll be back to the uh, we'll be back to the top five traditional format this year, which is yeah four weeks of finals. So that's uh, that's really exciting. People want to keep in touch with what's going to happen with the Waffle Grand Final in the lead up, and I know we've got to get in early, got to get to get people a drummed up interest, of course. And let's hope we do have fine weather. It will be on a Sunday. Most likely, yeah, most likely on the Sunday. That's where we've sort of played it the, the last the last few years. The only thing that would throw that would be if there was some kind of broadcast issue with an AFL game or something like that. But generally on that weekend, um, you know, the AFL's well and truly done and dusted on the Friday, on the Friday and Saturday night with their prelims. And, and, and then we look to, uh, we look to have clean air on the, uh, on the, on the Sunday, which, um, which will be, you know, yeah, back to back channel seven broadcast with the Colts and the, and, and the league. And then, yeah, clean, a clear day of footy, no footy anywhere else in the state. So hopefully, um, Hopefully, um, yeah, like I said before, all those footy fans can get along regardless of whether their team's in or not on, yeah. that, on that Sunday, most likely. Yeah, 100%. wafootball.com.au to keep up to date. Uh, keep on all the Waffle socials as well. Optus Stadium to host the Optus Waffle Grand Final in 2021. It will start out with the reserves, the Simply uh, Waffle Reserves, then it will go to the Simply Energy Colts and then goes to the Optus Waffle League Grand Final, all taking place here at Optus Stadium. Good on you, Scotty. Appreciate your time. Anything else making news over there at the, at the Waffle that you need the listeners to know about? Anything of... Uh, of course, you've got our Waffle Women's uh, Final, preliminary final this weekend between Subiaco and Swans, I think, and the, the winner uh, of that goes to play Peel Thunder. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, close games on the weekend. Uh, unfortunately for the girls, the weather was, as you know, it was horrendous on Sunday, mm. and it's looking like I'm obviously the same again this Sunday for them. So it could, could be another couple of low-scoring games. But um, yeah, Peel won their way through on the weekend, knocking off uh, off Swans, and then yeah, and then Subiaco 
beat Claremont, so they'll play Swans out at Bassendine on Sunday, and then the winner of that will go through and play Peel down in uh, down in Mandra the week after, uh, which is uh, which is which is really exciting. In the third year of the Waffle W, the uh, the, the talent that's coming through is quite frightening, really. It's it's really exciting. So hopefully on the on Grand Final day down in uh, Mandra we get a nice sunny day and. Um, the girls can really showcase their talent, um, so that's uh, that's exciting. That's happening at the moment, and um, yeah, we're well, well and truly into our uh, boys. The girls' state academy programs are all sort of done and dusted now. Uh, the girls are um, doing all their combine training for the ones that have been selected at the moment, which will which will roll into the AFLW draft at the end of uh, end of July. And then our, yeah, our boys' state academy programs are well and truly underway at the moment. So plenty happening, mate. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. We'll keep in touch leading up to the Waffle Grand Final here at Optus Stadium. Thanks for joining us on Sporting Goss today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support, man. Yeah, good on you, mate. There's Scotty Baker, Executive Manager of Waffle and Football Operations out there at the WAFL. And it is exciting, and it doesn't matter who makes the grand final. I agree with Scotty. When I was growing up, it didn't matter who was in it. You came because you wanted to watch the Waffle grand final. And there's some dead set great talent up for grabs here in the Waffle still with futures on the AFL. We'll take a break. Come back. This is the Sporting Goss.